We have a new episode on Alfred's victory, a new members episode, as well as a couple interviews on the way. So there's a lot of new content that's going to be coming, and I anticipate that we'll have at least one more episode released this week. However, this episode is going to be a little different, and I hope you'll forgive me. While we were in the UK doing Dr. Z's Viva and the Cambridge interviews, Nana died. Uh, since then, I've been struggling with how to best honor her. Every family is different. Every person is different. And in my family, unconditional love came in the form of Nana and Granddad. And now they're both gone. And the reality of that is beginning to sink in. And I wish I could show all of you how wonderful they both were. But I don't think I could do that justice. So instead, I thought I'd just share a little clip of a conversation that I recorded between us before she started to seriously decline. It's just a casual conversation about her experiences in the war, and so it jumps around a little, but I think you might learn a little bit about what life was like on the ground for a 10-year-old during World War II. And hopefully, you'll also get a glimpse of what made Nana so special. Here we go. Well, um... See, when the sirens went, I never heard them, right? And my dad had to come up and fetch me out of bed because I didn't hear them. And he came up and he was waiting for me to get out of bed and get my siren suit on, and I heard him swear, which is very unlike my dad. He never did. What did he say? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I said, what's the matter? And he was standing by the window and he said... Oh, God, there's a, a bomber come down so low and he dropped something. But he said it looked like a basket of incendiaries. But he said the basket didn't open and they dropped straight into the bar, the uh, sandpit. Oh, God. Because there was a sandpit at the bottom of the garden for filling sandbags, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, he, had, he was having a fit because, you know, we'd have been hit kit if the basket had opened... We'd have had several over. Where was your mum at this time? And she was in the shelter. She'd got sense. So so she went laying it down to the shelter. Yeah. And, and you were upstairs sleeping. That's right. <laughs> but that's what my dad wanted her to do, you know. He'd send her down there and then he'd come up and fetch me. So you said that you, you uh, had to get your air raid suit. What's that? Oh, wait. <laughs> well, it's like an all-in-one. It's a siren suit and it's all-in-one. Oh, okay. You know, and it's... I, I can't really for, explain for, for, it. Yeah, the like whole lot. Yeah. yeah. You just pull it up and you, you're in it. For 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 fire, then? Is it... No, is no. It it's just so that you can dress quickly. <laughs> You've got something warm on. Okay. Um, um, Churchill had one. And, and so you were... Uh, so you had a, a shelter in the backyard, then? No. It, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. close was that to the sand pit? Well, it was just at the end of the garden, the sand pit. So, I mean, it was literally yards away. And then the basket just dropped in. It didn't open. It just dropped straight in. I mean... So did anyone come and collect it? Or or was... Uh, what what happened to the, the, the basket of incendiaries after... Uh... Well, because it went in the sandpit, it didn't do anything. Did well, yeah, it? but but you didn't just leave it there, did you? Oh, no. No, somebody came and got rid of it, but it just went straight into the sandpit and it was <laughs> finished, you know. So... But my poor dad saw it happen, and he gets old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't nick some of the uh, the incendiaries, because because you and and granddad were running around 
trading shrapnel and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to just, if we found shrapnel, we'd, it was a prize, you know. <laughs> but I mean, we got shot up and everything. There was, where we lived, there was one street and the girls from the factory used to come down this and they, this bomber came over and strafed them. The girls? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, just came down and went, bip, 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 you know. Good God. That's what I mean by strafed them. Yeah. With the guns, you know. Well, it's because you were in Derby, so you were in a major oh, uh, yeah. target because yeah. of the Rolls Royce factory. That's right. And uh, LMS, you know, the, the, yeah. the trains. Because, like I told you, there were all paintings on top of the roof to look like. Rivers? Um, yeah, rivers. But obviously, the, this guy realised that they were fooling them. <laughs> so, can I get you to tell one more story? I can't remember anymore. I, well, I, 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 I think I can. Uh, oh, all right. You, you were supposed to be sent away. Um, oh yeah. So, can you, can you tell what happened there? Well, I, I don't know very much about it because I was so young. But I was going to go on on a ship to Canada. A, l a load of us kids were. And for some reason or other, my mum stopped me. She didn't want me to go. And the ship sank. The Germans bombed it and it sank. So thank God I didn't go. Otherwise you wouldn't be here, my that, dear. That, yeah, that That's twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I meant getting rid of you one way or the other, but it didn't happen, you know. <laughs> So, so while all the other kids were, were uh, being sent away, like his granddad, I think, was sent away, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But you stayed behind? Well, I don't know why he was sent away, because he, he didn't go very far away. If he'd have known, he could have cycled home in a, in a heartbeat. God, are you, he must have been, what, like 11 or 12? Because you, you two were The same age as yeah. me, yeah. So he'd be about 10. And then, <laughs> Jeez. But, I mean, during the war, I was a runner. What's you didn't that? know that, did you? No, I didn't. What's well, that? if you had a bicycle, they used to recruit you to go, if necessary, from one air raid, air raid warden. You know, air raid. You know what an air raid warden was. Can you explain it? Well, uh, guys who who radio backwards and forwards, but but they were in a shelter, mm. and then if if anything happened, they radio to the next one to tell them that the bomber dropped or something. And I was uh, on my, I, I used to go on my bike and go from one to the other if anything happened. During an air raid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we used to like the air raids because we'd pick up shrapnel from the ground, you know. <laughs> it's from so bombs were dropping and you're out on your bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just the sort of thing you do, you know, because kids don't think. No. You know, oh, good, I'm going out in the dark on my bike, I'm good. <laughs> oh, God. But rationing was a thing, and my poor old mum used to have to go and queue up to get anything that was extra, you know. And she came home one day with these steaks. Oh, God, they were wonderful. Mwah! And uh, she told us afterwards they were well meat. What's that? We know whales. Oh, whale meat? Whale meat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was so tender, too. I mean, it was lovely. I wouldn't... Where the hell did she get whale meat? Well, it, it just, they, they sold it. You know, if there was anything like that going, they oh, put wow. it in the stores. And... 
you, you had to queue up though. I mean, she'd had to queue up for a long while, you wow. know. And then the funny thing was, she didn't get called up, well, called up, you know, she didn't get moved until I was about 14. And then they put, <laughs> you should see my mum, she was very round and she loved cakes or sweets, anything. And they put her in a cake shop. <laughs> <laughs> and she used to bring home lovely cakes, you know. <laughs> Happy. Oh yeah, she she was very happy there. I mean, that was I couldn't imagine them sending her anywhere better, actually. But you know, everybody had to do their bit. What did you do for fun? <laughs> Shoot at aircraft. We, we didn't we didn't do very much because we weren't allowed out. See, as soon as it got dark, the planes came over. Right. And so you you weren't allowed anywhere. Yeah, and so, that was the whole idea behind the um, the silver paint to... Uh, that's right, to make them go someplace else, yeah. yeah. It didn't always work, though. I mean, they, they must have guessed after a while. Or they were probably people on the ground, you know, spies. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd tell them. Because uh, one of the factories, as I say, was Rolls Royces. Mm -hmm. Well, because, I mean, we couldn't do without them. No. No, so, no Rolls Royce, no Spitfires. That's right, that's right. Yeah, we turned them out by the dozen, it was wonderful. And of course, then there was the guys that flew them. I mean, they were something else because they must have been run ragged because they kept sending up the planes and then, you know, the, the planes had come over and they had send them up again. I don't think they had much sleep when it was bad. They just had to keep chasing the the Germans away Germans away yeah oh yeah but they just kept going up and up you know coming back and refueling and going up again they thought we'd got loads and we hadn't because you know we were caught short but they were wonderful but because my dad was an air raid warden so he had to go out at night and that's why he used to have to come and get me down into the shelter to oh then he has to run off to then he had to go off oh god <laughs> I can't believe you managed to sleep through air raids. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> well, I mean, even when the damn thing came over the house, I, I was, I would have slept, but <laughs> I was just getting ready then, you know. I said, what's the matter, Dad? Look at that <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he's coming down. And he was so low, he could see the, the markings on him and everything. And then there was a time when he hadn't heard from his dad. And he, he was convinced he'd been bombed because he was in London. And so he, he wanted to go up and find out what happened to him. And for some reason, my mum let me go with him. Now, I think to that London. was... Well, she probably thought that Dad would be more careful with me oh. than if he'd gone on his own, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she had that in her head that, hey, he'll be more careful if Molly's with him. And <clears throat> we went up there, of course, we went on the tube and go down the tube and there's all these people sleeping on the platform. Oh, it stunk till I end. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we, we got there. And I can't believe you survived this war. It's going off to London, yeah. the ship sinking. Yeah. The incendiaries. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's all sorts. No, well, I didn't go on the ship, that's why. Yeah. Anyway, so we got up to London and we, we go down the tube, and as I say, there's all these people sleeping there. Oh, 
stumped her. I had not her yet. And they're all sleeping on the platform. And we went wherever we had to go to my granddad's. And we got there and they said, oh, yeah, he's all right. He's stretcher bearing. <laughs> so why did he think his dad was in trouble in the first place? Because we hadn't heard from him. Oh, okay. And the, the bombs were falling in London. I mean, we heard the terrible things. Yeah. And he'd never written, because he was too busy, stretcher yeah. bearing. I mean, if you'd have seen him, he was only knee-eye to a flea. And, I mean, he was about my height, I suppose. He was small, yeah, very tiny. small. But he was wiry. <laughs> and uh, he just rolled his sleeves up and went. He said, no, I'm going to do stretcher-bearing. <laughs> so we're not still so on that thing, are we? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to edit a lot out then. <laughs> Thanks, Nana.